0: Welcome to the Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about aphids. So, last week we learned all about hoverflies and that they just chow down on aphids. And then, looking back at some past episodes, we've talked about aphids quite a bit. So it seemed past time to learn about them. So here we are, aphids. Wait, before we get into it, here's a fun little Kaylee fact. I learned about aphids when I was like six, reading the Grouchy Ladybug by uh, Eric Carle. I don't remember how I know about literally any other bug, but that was the first time I learned about aphids and it's very vivid and I don't know why, but, Yeah. Fun little Kaylee fact. Okay. So for real now, aphids, they are super small they're soft bodied little insects. When I say super small, I mean super small. Like the biggest ones are an eighth of an inch. That's tiny. They're so small and they're also kind of pear shaped and they can be green, yellow, red, black, brown, or like a grayish color. Some species of aphids have wings while others don't, but they all have these little tailpipes or cornicles that come off of the back of the bug. These are little tubes that release pheromones or defensive smells from the bug. Each species has slightly different life cycles. So I'll just go over like the basic most common life cycle for aphids. Many species don't require males to mate, which is interesting. In these species, the females will lay babies just all summer. And sometimes they'll get as many as 15 generations in a year because of how quickly they mature and reproduce. That's a lot. Most bugs do one or two generations per year. So 15 is wild. Also, I said they have babies instead of laying eggs because they do mimic live birth, where they don't physically lay the eggs, the eggs hatch inside of them, and then the babies come out. Looks like live birth, it is not. There are still eggs involved, they're just not laid on the plant like what we're used to. So, 15 generations all living at once can cause intense crowding on the plant, which is where we see a lot of aphid problems on our plants. Individually, they cause very little damage because they're so small, but they're rarely alone and usually in the presence of like hundreds of relatives. In order to combat this crowding, the aphids will migrate to nearby plants. They do have wings, but are terrible flyers. So they don't just like fly when they need to leave. They usually travel to the next plant like by wind, which is fun. And that's why it's really important to catch aphid infestations early because they spread pretty quickly. And the spread isn't usually super logical. They won't just go to the next plant over. They'll land just sort of wherever the wind takes them. So the plant damage. Aphids use needle-like mouth parts to suck sap from the inside of plants. They prefer like the newer growth, um, On unopened flower buds, sort of the underside of newer leaves, developing stems, twigs, bark, and roots. They like the new stuff, the fresh stuff. But because they aren't eating the leaves or causing a lot of like really easy to see damage, it could be hard to know if aphids are even there. A long exposure will sort of leave the plant with curled up leaves, leaves turning yellow, and slow growth. As somebody with a lot of plants, leaves turning yellow is often a sign of like overwatering, or that something's wrong with your soil. So it can be frustrating when you have plants with yellow leaves and you don't know why because it's being watered properly, the soil's great. Maybe it's aphids. Um, they also cause something called honeydew on a plant. Thought honeydew was a melon. Had no idea it was something that could happen to plants. Anyway. Honeydew happens when the aphids secrete almost a sap-like substance after feeding. The honeydew will attract all sorts of insects that feed on it, and it's usually found under leaves. This doesn't really cause any damage itself, but the bugs it attracts may hurt your plants, and if left untreated, honeydew can encourage the growth of mold. Finally, Aphids carry many diseases that are introduced to the plant when they inject their mouth parts. These diseases can cause fruits and vegetables to not grow well or to grow with like blemishes and abnormalities. They I looked at one picture it was of a cucumber I think and it had like all these yellow spots on it. It was crazy looking. Apparently that's a result of one of these aphid spread diseases. Crazy didn't know that could happen. So what do you do about them? There are a few environmentally sound ways to deal with aphids. First, you can introduce aphid predators. I know there are a couple gardening stores near where I live that sell ladybugs just for this purpose. All you have to do is get a bag of the bugs and release them into your flower beds. Easy peasy. You can also keep an eye out for weeds. Sidebar, I have a weird thing about weeds. I hate the way they look and I love like a really clean, simple, weed-free flower bed. However, a lot of them are native plants and are just trying to live where they belong. And you know, I feel bad because like, they're not actually doing anything wrong. They're stealing resources from the plants that I planted. yes, but the plants that I planted are not native, to my area and these guys are so anyway I have a weird thing about weeds um but many weeds can support a large aphid population so by keeping them pulled and out of your flower beds you can help keep aphids away which is just like another reason to have a nice clean flower bed and I don't know it always looks nice when you drive up and it's like oh that is and it's nice and clean love it way off topic though getting back um you can also physically remove aphids by using the jet setting on your hose nozzle that high water pressure can remove the aphids from your plants without doing a lot of damage to anything around it which is really nice that's usually pretty hard to do there are some pesticides that take care of aphids but I don't really recommend them because your flower beds are full of really great bugs that can be knocked out by the pesticides you don't want to get rid of your good pollinators or anything that helps the soil or anything that gets rid of other pests I just I wouldn't use pesticides in your flower beds finally will it pet no no they're tiny they don't really serve a purpose especially in a tank like I can't imagine they're fun to watch because they're so small and they need a constant food source and they'll have hundreds of babies which will get overwhelming very quickly. I don't think they'd make a good pet. All right let's recap and close this one out. Aphids are super small and they live on plants. There can be as many as 15 generations in one year making an aphid infestation very serious. Their damage to plants can be dealt with by introducing natural predators physically removing them with a hose, and keeping food sources limited. That'll do it for this episode. I'll see you next week here on the Bug Plug Podcast. The Bug Plug is researched by Kaylee, written by Kaylee, and recorded by Kaylee, and edited by Kaylee. The Bug Plug's theme music is from Fine Tune Music. You can follow the Bug Plug on Instagram and TikTok by searching the Bug Plug, and you can reach out to us by emailing bugplug at (laughs) gmail.com.